Love is not enough to sustain a successful relationship and love is definitely not enough to sustain a successful marriage. Hey y'all, thanks for dropping in. I am Mika R and you are listening to Let's Spark the Talk. Yes, you heard me right. I said love is not enough to sustain a successful relationship and it is most definitely not enough to sustain sustain a successful marriage. That was the tongue twisters, all these assets. But yes, love is not enough to sustain a successful relationship or marriage. And if you are one of the ones who likes to say, oh, he loves me, or oh, I love him, then hey, you are at the right place at the right time because I am going to talk about the other factors today that you got to have in order to have a healthy and successful relationship, okay? So just look at love as being the icing on top of the cake. The 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 other factors are the jush. It's the it's the it's that juice that you need in order to sustain that successful relationship. So first is your friendship. You guys, you need to have a solid friendship. I know people say Oh, you know, you got to have, you got to be friends first and all the love a person. Yes, that is definitely true because I'm going to tell you something. You can love somebody and not like them. You can definitely love someone and not like them. So that is why I say love is not enough. So if that don't, if that does not make sense to you, I'm going to give you a breakdown. When I say you need to have a friendship first, you guys need to like one another. Like, if you are not um, involved intimately, can you take the romance out and you guys still be able to kick it? Can you take the intimacy out and you still have a connection to this person? Can you guys just sit there and sit in dead silence and then you still feel some type of connection? Can you do that? If it's based off only intimate uh, intimate connection, then you guys do not have a friendship. Sorry to say. You do not have the friendship. You love the person just based off of intimacy. So, if you are experience in that situation you might want to reevaluate the person that you are um involved with so you need to you guys need to be able to like one another and so that like i said that means taking away the intimacy can you still see yourself talking to this person can you still see this person interesting to you are you interested to interesting to this person you know so likable you guys have to be likable you got to like one another Another thing in your friendship, you need to add value to each other's lives. If you are not adding value to one another's lives, then what is the point? You know, every time you guys get together, if this person isn't making you want to reach for the stars, if this person isn't making you want to better yourself, if this person isn't holding you accountable for your wrongdoings, then that isn't the person that you need. You want somebody to plant 
not plant. You want somebody to water the soil, okay? You need somebody who is going to water your soil, who is going to nurture you in every way possible. And that is a true foundation of a friendship. A friendship is not your yes man. It's not your yes woman. You don't need a friendship that is going to make you feel like the best thing walking, the baddest thing talking. You don't need no friendship like that. You need to, you need a friendship that is going to hold you accountable for your actions, even if it's not the right, even if they feel like it may cause some type of conflict. A, a true friendship and a good friendship is going to make sure that you are doing the right thing at all times, you know? So no yes man, no yes woman. Um... That's, that's number one. Next, you guys have to have trust. Trust, trust, trust. That is so important. When I tell you trust is so important because you need to build that, um, you need to build that up from the ground up. So um, what that looks like is that both of you letting down your security wall that you have in order to build up this trust revolving door. And what a trust revolving door is that you both have enough trust so where he can come on your side and he can feel secure. He can feel like he's in, in, in a safe space and you can go on his side and feel secure like you're in a safe space. Um, trust is when you're able to tell this person the, the good, the bad and the ugly about you and not feel like you're going to be judged. Trust looks like when you're not leaving out the important information because you do not want to hurt the next person's feelings. Trust looks like telling your partner or your spouse whatever it is that you are feeling and not feeling like you are going to be judged, crucified, exiled, all all of the above for just letting your feelings out. That is what trust looks like. So you guys got to have trust on both ends. Um, So a lot of the times we go in and then we halfway trust. You know, we still have the wall up, but the wall is like we kind of let it down, but then we don't really let it down. So it's kind of like a halfway trust. And then that's kind of like when you, um, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but then you still question everything that they say or do. That's not... That's not beneficial. Only thing that it's going to do is going to it's going to keep you in your headspace, and you're not able to fully allow yourself to open up to this person, and you're not fully allowing yourself to enjoy the relationship as a whole. So, both of both excuse me, both of you have to let down that security wall and build up your trust revolving door. That's the only way trust is going to be beneficial on both ends. And it has to be done. It has to be done on both parts. One person can't let down their wall and then the other person has their wall up because it's not going to work. So both of you let down your security wall, build up your trust revolving door, create safe spaces for one another. When the world is chaos, you guys are supposed to be that bubble that you can come into and feel like whatever it is that's going on in the world, it does not matter because you have your person and he has his person, okay? So y'all are supposed to be each other's peace. 
You are supposed to be each other's guidance and you are supposed to nurture one another and make sure that one another is growing in a, in the right direction. If that is not happening, then you guys need to take a step back, reevaluate your relationship and understand what is it that you are exactly doing because um you don't want to sit around and waste your time in a situation when one is only reaping the benefits and you're just getting stuck dry. So trust and have a friendship. Create and save spaces. Um, those are those are a few things. The last thing that I do have is having a having flexibility in your habits. We all have habits that we go into a relationship with, whether they are bad habits, whether they are good habits. You have to be flexible within your habits. You have to be able to bend a little bit in order to get what you know in order to make the relationship conducive for the both of you. Um, Being one-sided, not having an open mind, and not understanding what a person needs in order to grow can stout your relationship from from becoming a, um, a growing relationship. So you may find yourself being um, stagnant. And that's because one person may be a little bit um, stubborn than the next. One person may feel like they are doing doing more than the other person because the other person is just like, well, this is who I am. This is how you met me and I'm not changing. Well, that is true. If you met a person and you knew what they habit, what, what their habits were and you still decided to take on that responsibility, then... It is your responsibility to decide if that's what you want to continue to deal with. But as you guys grow and as you as as the both of you see yourself growing into a new direction, it is okay to bend those little habits a little bit, especially if it's not hurting the next person and it's only going to benefit the both of you. It is okay to bend your bad habits. Or I'm not saying it has to be a bad habit, but it's okay to bend little habits in order to make the relationship work for the both of you. So, being flexible in your habits. Um, knowing, also, knowing that this person is human and that they are going to make mistakes, that's a, that's a big key in order to have a successful relationship because... You do not want to hold a person to this high standard and these high expectations. And when they fall short of it, you, you're, you're unforgiving. You're not able to look at it from their perspective. So having an open mind, being able to understand people and being able to understand a situation and allowing, like I said, pretty much allowing a person to have a safe space so that they can talk to you before they make mistakes. Because one thing, when mistakes are made, it's made in a split second. So if, if a person, an affair, oh gosh, because I'm getting off topic, but affairs, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. Affairs are not mistakes. Affairs are not mistakes because an affair is when it is happening multiple times. So please don't get an affair in a messed up like a cheat. Don't get that twisted. Don't make, don't make that seem like 
is something that you could have fixed because an affair is not a a mistake. Um, A one-time off, like a cheat, you can consider that as being a mistake because a lot of people will say, oh, you don't mistakenly go and cheat on somebody. Things happen. Okay? So, if it happened one time, you can consider it to be a mistake. I don't I don't condole people cheating, but it's forgivable. People make, you know, people have moments. People have moments of weaknesses. People have moments to where they feel like the other person isn't understanding them and they just need to go out and get a little bit of attention. If that happens one time, you know, it's fine. And I'm saying this because I say stuff that people don't really people don't really say but they feel. So it's okay. If you wanna forgive if you wanna forgive a one time off, I suggest I suggest that you handle that the best way that you that you handle it, but just do not just don't make it a habit. Don't make accepting one timers a habit because that way you're you're building this um I, I really don't want to keep saying um so much but I don't know why I keep saying it but you don't want to make one time forgiveness a habit because the person is going to feel like they can continue to do it and they're going to continue to find different ways and different avenues to do it because you have let it go one time so all depending on the type of person that you are dealing with. If you know that your person is trusting, you know that your person just made like that you probably kind of condoled that, you know, that person and going into cheating and you and you feel like you wasn't really being available emotionally, that you probably was taking a lot of time doing other stuff, work was being the, you know, was was being in the middle of of your issues or your disconnect and that person happened to have a one time off, then you want to, you know, then you kind of want to um, give him or her a pass, then that is okay. But if you have a person who is a recovery, who is in recovery from actually being a cheater, they are not the, they are not the ones that you will give a one off to because they are already on probation. So you do not want to give like a slip up to a person who has had a past in cheating because you know that that's 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 really 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 not going to be a a good idea so depending depending on the circumstances and depending on the situation and depending on who the person is then I feel like um forgiving a one-off is okay in a fair however is a little bit different because an affair has emotions involved and fear has been in fear in a fear in an affair has been done more than once so it's pretty much a whole uh, it's pretty much this, this person is in a whole full-blown relationship right at this point so if you guys feel like you can work out an affair um how to do that is Forgive and pretend to forget. Meaning, if you are going to forgive them, every chance you get, please do not bring it up. You have to train your mind to pretend to forget. 
And pretending to forget means that you're, you don't actually forget what happened. I'm not telling you to erase the feelings. I'm not telling you to erase what it has done to you. But in order for you to move on, in order, in order for you to fully give this person a second chance, you have to pretend to forget and you have to allow them to show you the new and improved change that they are willing to make. So affairs can be recovered. You can recover from an affair. But like I said, it all depends on the situation, the circumstances, and who the person is. Um, everybody are not deserving of second chances, especially if they are um, um, an offender that has been doing this, who has a history of doing certain stuff. You cannot give them chances at the chances because then you are enabling their bad habits. You are enabling them to continue to do whatever it is that they are doing because they don't have boundaries, consequences, or um, stipulations. So you need to place boundaries in, in place for people who are um, repeated offenders and you have to cut off the limit. Um, y'all, I honestly kind of feel like I've swayed from what I was talking about. I was telling you guys all of the jush and the extra fluff that goes into su- sustaining a successful relationship and I don't know if you guys caught on to it because I kind of I kind of get off course a little bit. So I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> I'm going to repeat it for you because I'm working on making sure that I am going in order f- so that my flow and that my um and that everything can come out in a way to where it's it's understandable. Is that a word? Understanding. <laughs> Y'all probably like this girl is oh Lord. But anyhow, so I told you friendship. You guys have to like each other because, like I said, you can love somebody and not like them. So have a friendship that adds value to your vision and yourself. And it's not a one-sided friendship. I said that you have to have trust. Building from a solid, stable connection, meaning that both of you have to let down your security wall in order to build up that trusting, revolving door. Trust needs to be on both ends, and you guys have to create safe spaces for one another. And also, last but not least, being flexible in your habits. Being able to bend your little habits in order to benefit the relationship for the both of you. This is not just for one person, but this is for the both of you. It's the Being flexible is for you guys to thrive in a healthy way. Um, when you meet people, um, as you grow through life, people change, people, um, personality may change, but the one thing that stays constant and the one thing that should stay the same is a person belief in what they want for themselves is a, is a person's value for themselves that should stay the same. But if you are a person that has been starting off really low and you may have low self-esteem, that's the only way that that it should change because um, as you grow and as you are being nurtured by the right person, your value for yourself and your and your self-esteem should grow along with it. So that's the only time that things should, you know, your values and everything should be changing, you know, if you have been starting from ground up. But if you... If, if you are starting from a from a stable, solid um, space, your values, your core values sh- 
should not be negotiable. You shouldn't be negotiating um, those core values because that's that's a lot of that's oh god, that's some things that can get um, get misconstrued too. So, like I said, be flexible in your habits. Only time you need to be flexible is when it's going to benefit the both of you. So. Back to this first sentence. Love is not enough to sustain a successful relationship or a successful marriage. You guys have to have everything else that goes with it in order to have a successful relationship. Um, Too many times I see people try to hold on to something that may not be working just because they feel like they love a person or just because they feel like the person may love them so much. If it's not working on both ends, if you guys aren't bettering one another, if you guys aren't there to water the soil, then you guys have to let each other go. Um, It's no need to hold on to a person. It's no need to hold on to a thing. It's no need to hold on to anything that isn't benefiting you or your life. Um, Be able to talk to one another. Talking to one another is so good. Talking for understanding is so good. When I tell you that it's so good because um, when you allow so much space to come in between, you don't really know, you know, you you get disconnected. So always keep that um, line of communication open. Um, don't allow everybody to get the best of you. You know what I'm saying? If you are somebody who who's searching for a relationship, like I said, your core values shouldn't be negotiable. Like, you're not negotiating what it is that you stand for. Keep firm, stand firm in your beliefs. If they can't rise up to meet, you know, to meet you where you're at, then don't step down to meet them where they're at. Okay? Don't do it. That's the only because you're already you're already setting you're already setting the table on an uneven playing field and it's already going to be wopsided. You guys have to have lay your, lay your table out right. You know what I'm saying? Lay your table out right. If you come in with all of these things and this person is coming with nothing, you know, it's okay to be friends. But don't place that person in a position to where you are going to play, you know, to where you want them to be the man in your life or the woman in your life because it's already starting off uneven. Have an even playing field. Um, know when to let go. No, you know, know when to let go. If the love isn't, if the if the relationship isn't benefiting you, if the relationship is pulling you down more than it is picking you up. You got to know when to let go, you know? Like I said, be friends first. Build that solid foundation first. If you feel like you got to take away the intimacy and there's nothing there, then maybe that's really not a friendship. Take a step back, evaluate what it is that you are into, and see if it aligns and if it matches up with your beliefs, with your core values. And um, if it if it does, then you are headed in the right direction. But just know, love is not enough to sustain a successful relationship. 
And that's all that I have for you guys today. I do not want to hold you long because, like I said, people's attention spans are really short. So I want you to listen to me all the way through. And like, um, like I tell you before, we can continue the conversations on my, e- like, you know, you can email me at letsparkthetalk at yahoo.com for any questions, comments, or concerns, um, things that you may want me to talk about. Send your email over there. I'm also on Instagram at, oh, that's my, I'm going to say that's my Twitter name, at SoJamiqua. So you can find me there as well. So um, that's my time, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your morning, noon, evening, or night, whatever time it may be in your part of the world, and I will catch you in the next episode.